Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. My name is Chelsea, and I'm in charge of choosing the activity. And I'm James, and I choose the drink, usually off my drink's trolley. Well, you say usually, but actually this series, hardly at all. It's becoming less and less regular, though, drink's trolley, because we're so international right now. We are, but I do think we'll we'll have to get back to it at some point. We have been neglecting the old drink's trolley. Yeah, I miss it. Oh, I should probably say where we are We're abroad, guys. (laughs) We are in Greece. We're in... Athens. F. Caristo. And, excuse me? That's thanks in Greek. I'm, well. F. Caristo. F. Caristo. Yeah, we're in Athens. Yeah, and we are off to do a tourist activity that you'd probably think of when you think of Athens. We are off up the Acropolis. Yeah. But first, before we find out more about it, we do need to find out what our drink is today. What we're having before, during, and after the tourist activity. Yeah. Okay, so we have gone proper Greek for this drink. Okay. We've gone for ouzo. Okay. That's what we're having, bit of ouzo. Have you had ouzo before? Yes. Me too. Now, ouzo is a protected thing. It's got to be made in Greece. So that's the really? first thing. Really? Yeah. It's like a champagne. Yes. It's or, like the champagne of, of Greece. Yeah. Or some uh, or Prosecco or Jersey Royal Potatoes. Oh, I They've see. all got to be made. Uh, in in certain places. Yeah. It can okay. only be Jersey Royal Potatoes if they're made in Royal Jersey, of course. Everyone knows that. So, um, you know, I talk about tequila. It has to be 100% agaves. You may have mentioned it several times and no one cares. Um, good uh, Uzo has to be 100% that word. I'll let you read that. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. Which word? All of it? Yeah, Augustian. Uh, anno? Anno. T- I, mean, I do not know the letters in the Greek alphabet. I'm, I'm sorry about that. So um, I asked someone about what is good Uzo, and mm-hmm. they were like, the difference between good Uzo and bad Uzo is very little. So you can basically have... Someone will probably contest me on that, but you can basically open that. You can basically have any Uzo and it's all right. Did you go for the cheap one or the expensive one? Mid-range. mid-range. Did you actually? Yeah, mid, mid-range. How much Uzo. did that cost you? That, five euros. <laughs> okay. Not bad, is it? So, actually, that's scary. You couldn't get... What's the percentage on that? Uh, Uzo has to... I know this already. It yeah. has to be between 35. Ooh. No, 37.5 and 50%. Well, this is 40 that counts. And the fact that you've gone out and bought yourself a bottle for five euros is ridiculous. It's all right. It's, it's not bad. It's so, very cheap. A lot of people say ouzo tastes a lot like sambuca. That is also why I don't like it. Sambuca caca. It um, takes me back to first year of university. Smell it. Oh, no. It's a bit smoother than the Italian. Is sambuca Italian? I have I no so. idea. So it's a similar, but it's also a similar taste to absinthe. Yeah. Now I'm going to put some in your glass here oh, and let you try it. Thank Let's you. put some in there. Oh, hang on. What? I just thought. What? Because Uzo here, unlike the Sambuca that we're used to drinking, they sip on Uzo, right? Yes, I'm going to get there. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm so, well, you can just have a little sip of that So, now. But that's what I'm checking. You don't want me to shot that. No, don't shot it. I'm here to enjoy it. Yeah, well, you're going to have it, but just... A little sip. 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 Little sip. Okay. Little sip. <laughs> I think I prefer to shot it. <laughs> Oh my god. Now, 
I'm going to do some magic now. This is not normally very dynamo, Stephen Mulhern, David Blaney. Right. What colour is it? It's clear. Clear. Now, a lot of the locals... Chelsea hasn't got a clue about this. I thought this was really common knowledge, but she hasn't got a clue. If you know what's going to happen now, just just expect it. But Chelsea doesn't know what happens when you mix anything water with ouzo, do you? No, but I like that you assumed I didn't know. What the local Greek people do when they I rang them and asked, what do you do? They said, we sip it with water. They said, don't try and be rock hard and oh. um, drink it straight. They said, have we have it with water. Oh, I like so, that. Ooh, oh, what's happened there? Did you hear that? See that? I love it when we have a really visual moment yeah, on but the I can podcast. Just, what's happened now? You've poured water in, which is another clear liquid. Yeah. And when it's gone in with the ouzo, it's now cloudy. Yes, it is. Why? Well, the reason is the flavouring part of the elements or something. <laughs> well, in... Okay, stop. We are back to James's I think facts, aren't we? It's roughly true that the 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 bits that make the flavouring in that in pure alcohol dissolve, but when mixed with water, getting there, they don't dissolve and they become unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, such unsol- a scientist. Unsoluble. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, now you can see them. And I think I've got some ice here. I'm going to put some ice in mine. I think ice will do the same. Woohoo! In mine. Oh, yeah. Watch it go cloudy. It has gone cloudy. There we go. Popping a bit of ice in. So we're proper Greeks now, having a bit of. Uzo. With water. It's a bit like how people drink whiskey with water. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Let's see if it's any better. Well, it's definitely more drinkable. Yeah. I haven't, like, recoiled. Good. Which I did prior. So, cheers. Uzo, what's occurring? Uzo. Yeah, we go. I think the Greeks say yamas. Is yamas. that right? Or is it... What is I it? I don't know. I think it is yamas. Do you want to know about where we're off to today a bit more? Yes, please. Okay, so we'll start off with the basics. What is the Acropolis? Well, it's this... proper famous. Oh, look, actually, yeah, go on. What do you know about it? Uh, it's in lots of history. Yes. It is got loads of pillars. Yes. Uh, it's on a hill. Yeah. And uh, the Greeks were there. And yes. then at some point, the Romans... Either saw it or went to see it. Oh, do you know what? I'm actually really impressed. Yeah, I mean, that... it is a dumbed down version, but it's very good. And thereeth my knowledge endeth. <laughs> so, do you want to hear what Wikipedia says? Yeah. Because Wikipedia, let's be honest, is the, but, well, the, yeah, the fountain of all knowledge. It's never wrong. No. The Acropolis of Athens is an ancient citadel located on a rocky outcrop above the city of Athens and contains the remains of several ancient buildings, which have got a lot of those old pillars in, like you said. Column. Uh, and those buildings are of great architectural and historical significance. The most famous being... Do you know the most famous one? Uh, the big column one. The big column one, which is called the Parthenon. So... To be clear, mm? the Acropolis isn't the big column one. No. It actually, so the word in Greek, it comes from the words for akron, which means highest point and extremity, and polis, which is the Greek word for city. Oh, okay. So Acropolis means like the highest city. Okay. So so essentially, big slab of rock, pretty flat on top. It sits 150 meters above sea level in the city of Athens, and on top it's got a load of old shit there's a very big chance you know what i'm going on about because you've seen it on postcards in history books and in the disney film hercules i haven't watched that well you're missing out because it's a bloody good one one of okay. my favorites all right so uh also the reason chelsea is so excited about all this nonsense <laughs> is that her degree was in ancient History. Ancient history. And I have never been to Athens before. That is absolutely... Disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Absolutely appalling. What did you get in your degree? 
I actually did get a T1. I don't know how. I did mm. not work hard enough for it. Oh, my God. I know. By the way, can I just say, in our hotel room so far, we've had some Baileys and a bottle of white wine. Yeah. <laughs> so this is not going to be the smoothest one. Um. So I just had a quick thought. Yeah. Because you're so clued up on all this I'm really not. ancient history nonsense. I'm really not. If I find a quiz on the internet about uh, ancient Greece, how mm. well will you do? Oh, no. Like, let's kid, not do this. Kid level. Ancient, no, I swear to God, let's not embarrass me. Ancient Greece history quiz. Oh. How much do you know about ancient Greece? Oh, my God. Right. Um, let me just say right now, Professor Peter Liddell, I'm so sorry for what's about to happen. Because you will quickly understand that what I what happens is I I learn something for three days, I write down in an exam, right. and then I forget all about it. Well, let's go. What was Hephaestus the god of? What? How do you say that word? Hephaestus. 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 Mm. Was he the god of art? art? Was he the god of agriculture? Jesus Christ, you have had a few drinks. Was he the god of fire and patron of craftsmen? Mm. Was he the god of good cheer and patron of musicians? Mm. Or was he the god of logic and reason? Well, I think this is unfair for a starter because I'm pretty sure that this god... I might be be saying the stupidest thing here, but I don't think that's an an Olympian. So there were 12 main gods. I don't think that was on the main one. So this is unfair. Because I don't, I don't know every single bloody god. Just give me an answer. It's not agriculture, because I'm pretty sure that's Demeter. Oh no, that's the harvest. Demetrius. Oh god. Okay. Just give me an answer. I'm gonna have to just guess. I'm gonna say the god of logic and reason. Wrong. Oh! It was the god of fire and patron of craftsmen. I've never Obviously, heard of that person before. That's what I would have said. Okay. Question number two. Who was entitled to vote in Athens? Oh, no. Qu- uh, option one. Three men over the age of 18 and worth over a thousand drachma. Okay. All three men over the age of 12. All noble-born Athenians over the age of 25. Or all three men over the age of 18. Can I just say, this is absolutely not for children. This is not easy I was expecting is, like primary school. This is This is from a website called historyforidiots.com. No, it's not. This uh, is unfair. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go for all three men over the age of eighteen. Eighteen. Because they were a democratic society. Oh you got yes! it right. They were such a great democratic society. They were f- the it was the birth of democracy and therefore it wouldn't make sense that they had to earn something. But no women voting, which is sad. Yeah. What happened on the third day oh, of the Olympic Games? Oh, they sacrificed a virgin. A, food and drink sellers reduced all their prices in honour of the gods. Okay. B, the champions of each event were crowned and wreaths of olives were placed in front of them and cheering crowds. Okay. C, women were allowed to compete. Okay. Or D, 100 Oxen were sacrificed as an offering to Zeus with the most of the meat eaten by spectators. Okay, well, I don't think it's the first. No no, no food sales. I think the champions of each event being crowned did happen, but I think that's too general as an answer. Uh, Women were allowed to compete. That's really interesting. Can't vote, but you can compete. Well, women did. Come on, I need an answer. Women were quite influential, but perhaps not. So I'm going to say 100 oxen were sacrificed as an offering to Zeus. That's correct. Yes! That's what I was going to say. So well done. I got two out of three. That is... A 2-1. It's a 66%. It's a 2-1. There we go. There we go. We've just decided a degree in a matter of moments. Yeah, I'm very, very happy with that. Okay, so that's the background of this uh, Athenian thing on the hill, right? Well, there's no point in me telling you more at this stage. No. Because we've got to get up it. I think you need to sober up. You're like slurring your words already. Yeah. We've hardly even had... You haven't even finished your ether yet. Um, but we need to get ourselves up the Acropolis where we will be taking you with us. Yes. And we need to find five interesting things that we both agree on. Yeah. Okay? I've got a lot of history facts ready for you. So I'm very, very excited. 
Yeah. I am in my element. Um, so let's finish this off. Change oh, it. Oh, actually. Yeah. We need to do a shot. Oh, yeah, we do. You need to do a shot because we have a Patreon. A Patreon, if you don't know, is a way that you can support the podcast with money. And you get, get ad-free. That's one of the perks. Yeah, you get to listen to it ad-free in 24 hours before everyone else and a load of other perks. And one of the perks is we'll do a shout-out for you and a shot in your name. So, James, what shot are we having t- for today? Uzo. Are we having another Uzo? Yeah. Okay, go on. Get it poured. Thank you. There we go. Lovely. <laughs> Jubbly. Okay, ready? Yeah. To Stephen. To Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. We love you. <laughs> Ugh. Yummy. Awful. Right. Thanks, Stephen. Let's go. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It all happened so fast, but let me take you through what just happened because I'm vying for an interesting thing straight out the gate today. We fought straight into the gate. Yeah, so we queued, and because it's the winter and because it's COVID, not very big queues at all. Yeah. And they say you should get here for like nine if you don't want the queue. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting the queue. I didn't say it, but I thought we'd be in there for at least an hour. Oh no, we queued for about two whole minutes. Um, and we got yes. to the ticket office, and instead of handing over our money, Are she handed owes? us a free ticket because it's the first Sunday of the month. Yeah. And between November and March, that's what happens. Free access to all the archaeological sites. So if you want to come to Athens, make sure you're planning your trip around the first Sunday of the month. Yeah. There are also some other days. In fact, I wrote them down. Ticket price, zero euros. Yeah, this would normally be 10 euros each for the Acropolis, or even more if you wanted to go to all the sites, because they have like a combination ticket. But yeah, just in case you want to come in the peak times, there are other days as well where you get it for free, including the 6th of March, the 18th of April, the 18th of May, the last weekend of September, and the 28th of October. Okay. So they're like giving it out for free, but we've ju- we've bloody smashed it there. Yeah. It says the ticket is non-refundable. How dare they? That's good. I'm enjoying that. Is that one, are you vying for yeah. an interesting fact straight out? I think uh, the most interesting things are when you, when you save money. 
You can have that. Yeah. All right. We're starting with a win. Straight away with one. Uh, the other thing we should say is that um, we didn't come in through the main entrance. Came in the back door. Yes, we did. <laughs> so there's a southeastern entrance, which is much less known. It's usually for tour groups and self-guided tours. Yeah, our tour group is two people. <laughs> yeah, but loads of guides as well. Loads of guides saying they want to tour in English. And we're like, don't worry. I'll give you the tour, mate. James has done all the research. Yeah, I have. Right? I'll tell you all about the Acropolis. Right, let's make our way to the entrance. Let's go. Do you think they've got a cloakroom? Oh my God. What? This could not get any better. We were here to see some ancient artifacts, but what we've seen says much better. It's a tortoise. <laughs> and so many people are crowding around with the cameras. To be here? That's right, there's something next to us that's over 2,000 years old, and yet <laughs> the biggest crowd I've seen today is for the tortoise, and rightly so. Oh, here's the bit. Here's the bit that you recognise. This bit? Is it not? No. Oh. No. I used to see columns and I'm like, oh, there's some bits. Well, there's a lot of columns on the Acropolis. It feels like it's just got insanely busy very quickly. Yeah. There are so many people here. What's going on? It has just got incredibly busy. But it is because we have finally reached the first kind of steps heading up to the Acropolis. So. Okay. As you rightly said, there's a lot of columns coming up. Yeah. So you're thinking, we're at the Parthenon. Yes, baby. No. We're at the Propylia, which is the entrance. The Propylia. That's what it's called, yeah? Okay. Which is the entranceway into the Acropolis. So you've got lots and lots of the... Uh... That's, Ooh, is, that the front, is that the front door? Yeah, basically, we're going through the front door now of the okay. Acropolis. Uh, I imagine it gets very, very, very slippy. Yeah. If you're in the rain, bring your grippy shoes. Oh. <laughs> and here we go, we're going up through the entrance. So uh, the ancient Athenians, yeah. um, they would, the citizens would come up here once a year as part of a festival. So everyone would come up and there'd be dancers, music. How often? Once a year. Oh, on a specific day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of a festival. Uh. There it is, first peak of the Parthenon. It's much bigger up here than I thought it was going to be. What do you mean? I thought it was going to be quite small, but it's huge. So, they have a... Oh, a <laughs> So far, you have been impressed most by a tortoise. The tortoise a was impressive, though. Right, I feel like before we begin properly, but we need a bit of historical context. Give me an overview of what the hell's going on up here. I mean, there's a lot of history, yeah. so let's try and keep it brief. But all you need to know is, like, the first remains that they found around here are from, like, 4,000 BC. <laughs> so whilst we know this as being a place uh, that is very famous due to the ancient Athenians, there's Two been people... 2,000 years ago or yeah. ish. There's been people here for a long time. Okay. A long, long time. Um, and the Athenians, they did have stuff up on here even prior to the buildings that we can see now. Uh, so Pericles was in charge of that. All hail Pericles. He was not the ruler. The P-man. He was just the guy put in charge of building this. I'm sure he had an official title. This is not a history podcast. Um, but yeah. Uh, and in terms of the buildings on here, you've got three main temples. Okay. So you've got the Parthenon. That is the one you think of. Parthenon. The Parthenon. That's the one. When you think of Athens, you think of that that building of all the columns on top of that massive hill. Yeah. That's the Parthenon. Parthenon. You've got this one here, right in front of us, that less people know about, and this is the Erection. <laughs> You're a child. Uh, and the third one was the Temple to Athena Nike. Nike, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other big thing that you come and see that we've already been through is the Propylaia. So they're the main four things that you're going to come and visit when you come to the Acropolis. The Parathenaia. The, the what? What's the what's the what's the Propylaia. Propylaia. And I'm so sorry if I'm saying all this stuff wrong. Propylaia. Yeah. The Erection. Yeah. The Nike. Uh, Temple to Athena Nike. Temple to Athena Nike and the main door. 
No, you said that twice. Oh. You've missed the big one. The big one? Parathena? No. <laughs> What's that one called? The big one? Yeah, go on. You can get that. Acropolis? <laughs> this, the, the area up here is the Acropolis. So what's that called? Come on, you can get there. I've forgotten. It starts with a P. Paranthion? <laughs> I don't know. The Patagonia? Par <laughs> the Parthenon. Parthenon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what can you see there? Um, some LED lights because they light up. Obviously, light up the, that's what you see. They light up the erection at night. And they also light up something else. Oh, a tree. Yeah. So that is what type of tree? Um, Very important here. It's an olive tree. It is. This olive tree is roped off along with the temple, and it's for good reason, because it's very sacred. It's a sacred tree? It is, because legend has it, this is how, this is why each of these temples is to Athena in some way, okay? okay? Athena is the goddess of war, but she's also the goddess of Athens. But it wasn't always gonna be her, okay. because the, the job position came up for yeah. Athens. And loads of people applied for it. Two people. Who is Athena the one? and Poseidon. I tested you on this the other day. Do you remember who is Poseidon? God of war. No. God of sea. Yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> Athena's the god of war. Okay, yeah. Um, I literally just said that. So they have a contest. They had a contest and it took place here on the Acropolis and they were asked to present their gifts to the city. So Poseidon, he raised his trident, you know, like yeah. Ariel's dad, yeah. the little mermaid. He struck the side of the mountain and with it, water came out and he produced salt water. So he was like, there you go, lads. That didn't happen, but Get okay. a load of that. It's metaphorical, yeah. It's not metaphorical. That didn't happen, though. It's mythological. Mythological. Um, and then Athena, she went second. She struck the earth and up sprouted an olive tree, which offered them... Wine. Olives. Wine. Olives. <laughs> you... oh, sorry, I didn't cut that out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what kind of wine are you no, drinking? Are you just I'm drinking thin. olive oil? I got mixed up with grapes for a second. <laughs> olive oil. And they love olive oil here, so that's yeah, going to win. Well, basically, they were like, it's useful and it's beautiful. You get the job, hun. You get the job. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call bullshit on that to start with. What? Because there's no way that that tree is as old <laughs> as this, like... I'll tell you what I learned at school is that you can count all the trees by how fat its... Uh, Stompers. Trunk is. Yeah. Trunk? Roots? Trunk. Yeah, trunk. Um, and that, that's a skinny tree. It is. A that is not been here since Athena was wandering about. Okay, no. This isn't the original tree, but it's here to mark the, it's here to symbolise the story. Right, okay. Okay? So you're right. You've caught me out. It's not the original. It's fake tree news. So that's why there's another tree there. Is that interesting? Yeah. Do you like that? I like that. Yeah. Ding, ding. Should we move on from the restaurant? Yeah, I like that you're giving it a French accent. Yeah. Erection. Erection. We do not normally do this. No. But we're since we're tipsy tourism miming. We're queuing. We're queuing for the viewing platform. Yeah, so it's a round elevated bit that looks, it's apparently you've got the best view of the... <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Parthi Parthenon. Yes! Parthenon. Well done. Yeah. Um, so we're queuing on our way in. Now, I've got a real quick one to go that you might think is interesting before okay. we go. Look at it now. Yeah. And everyone knows that the thing is brilliant white. It's kind of like a... A, a creamy, a, creamy white colour. Yeah. Creamy white. Um, marble. That's what it's made of, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but they've just done some laser testing on it recently and they've mm -hmm. gone, actually, do you know what? It didn't used to be white always. What? It's also been other super bright colours. It's been red and blue and brilliant what? green. So it hasn't always been white. But I think that's pretty interesting. That is very interesting. But can you tell me, like, were the columns that colour? Ever, uh, just, I don't know, just bits of it. <laughs> I think most of it was painted bright colours. Oh, wow. So that's cool. That is really cool. Can I have that, please? Yes, you can. Good. You can. Well done. Well done. Some nice little research there. We're nearly, we are nearly at the front of the queue. Uh, I think we should do a little shot of the zone. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time. Time to open the fresh Uzo. Here we go. New one. Go on, you go first. Oh, <laughs> 
delicious. Gin <laughs> gin, or should I say, yesus. Is that, is that tasting any better for you? No. No. It just, it's such Sambuca vibes, isn't it? It is Sambuca. It's taking me, it's so sambuca me Right. Should we, should we go see like the Parthenon? I can't believe this. We've just sat down. They have some marble benches out. Obviously they're marble. Um, someone has left a nappy. I mean, it's not mine. Underneath this bench. That is rank. Wherever you are, you're disgusting. Disgusting. It was one of yours. Disgusting! We are sat in front of the Parthenon. We've managed to find a quiet spot. Can't believe it. Um, but we do need to address the elephant on the Acropolis. Yeah. And that's the fact that in the 1800s, a British ambassador negotiated with the Ottoman Empire, who yeah. were currently, you know, residing over Greece. And they had it for a bit. And said, all right, pals, um, you see those beautiful sculptures on that temple of yours? I would like to take them. Um, and store them in my house in my own private collection. <laughs> so he took loads of stuff, and where did it go? He took it back to his gaff. The British Museum? No. Oh. He didn't, this is the thing, so this is like, I think he was called Elgin, Lord Elgin or something. Okay. He went, I'll have that. He took it back to his gaff, showed his friends, and then, and then, he went, all right, I'm gonna sell it. So he sold it to the British government, who then put it in the British Museum. Okay. What is really, really fascinating is prior to coming here today, I went onto the British Museum's website to see what they said about it. Yeah. And their argument is this: the whole process by Elgin was done completely lawfully and legally. They say it went through the British government. They even signed it off at the time to say, look, it's been done in the correct way. And that's why he was, was rightfully allowed to have them. Yeah. And then on top of that, they say that by having it in the British Museum, uh, in the context of Egyptian artifacts, uh, artifacts from you know, all over the world and all different ages, they say that's why it makes it such, it's the perfect home for sculptures from the Parthenon, because people are able to go to one place and get an incredible overview of world yeah. global history. So that's their argument. But um, next. <laughs> however, at one point... I uh, mean, it is nice, by the way, for them to be in London. <laughs> That's nice for us, for a convenience level. One of the other reasons, apparently, that the, the British Museum said that um, it wouldn't be right to bring them back here is that they said the Greeks had nowhere to store them and look after them and all that kind of thing. And that is part of the reason why, if you look over there and down there, yeah. you'll see the Acropolis Museum. Right, yeah. Because part of the reason they opened that was to say, uh, hello, so they w we have somewhere to put them. You can bring them back now. Is it empty? It's not, because they've got the other half that still remain. Right. And if you go into the Acropolis Museum, yeah. what they've done... The empty plinths. No, they have, they have something that you can walk around. It's the same size as this Parthenon in their museum, and they have all the ones that they have, like, in correct order, and where the bits with the British, the, the pieces we have, they have got reconstructed and they've popped it in. But... In the news recently, and this is what really stinks, and this is what it says on the British Museum website, is that the British Museum has offered to loan them to Greece if they would like them for a time. <laughs> well, I reckon that if they get them back here, they just won't return them. Exactly. Oh, we'll pay the fine. <laughs> and would they be correct to? Um, but the really, really interesting thing for me is that I've read what the British Museum says and they put forward a good argument. But over there on a little plinth, they've got their own argument. It's very different. It's, it's so, slamming. so different. It goes through all the different occupations, including the fact that it was like a cannonball went into the side of it with the Venetians. But they say that the most severe damage to the monument was when the British came and removed the sculptures from the side in the 1800s. Yeah. So they're saying that the one thing that we didn't mention was that when this used to be used as a gunpowder store. Yeah. Not a wise thing to do. No. Um, but the Venetians found out that gunpowder was stored here and fired a cannon at it, which blew it up and did some serious damage. Serious damage. And even and they, after that... They say that the British were they worse. They say that the Brit what the British did was worse for the Parthenon. Um, so, yeah, 
I think, what do you think? Should we, it is controversial. I think we should probably give it back. Well, I, I think it's inevitable at some point that they will have it back. Yeah. Um, it's but... gone on a long time. Um, but I would love to... In fact, do you know what? We'll post about this on Instagram, Tipsy Tourism. We'll post about it, and I'd love to hear your thoughts about yeah. it. Who should... Where should it? it? Where should it be? Should it be in Britain? Or should it be at home in Athens? Interesting debate, though. So I think it deserves a point. Definitely, because it's very, very, very important. Yeah, it's been going on so long. Should we have another drink? Oh, I suppose so. In the name of the podcast. Who's all? Only, only for the podcast. Mm. Right. Should we go down? Yeah. So we've done a lot of history. We have. Um, Chock-a-block of history. I've got something from more recent times to talk about. Current affairs. Current affairs of things that's going on. Yeah, exactly. Things that are going on now. Um, and it's going to start with, what are we walking on now? Pavement. Does this look 2,000, 3,000 years old? No, this looks new. It's new. So there's a guy called Professor Mano... I'm going to pronounce it wrong on purpose. <laughs> Obviously. Professor Manoli Corres. <laughs> yes. And he is in Greece apparently a national treasure. Oh. He's like, they're Attenborough. Oh, great. We love him. Um, and his title is something like the current head of Acropolis Monuments Conservation. Great. And no one knows more than him about this site. Okay. But... Apart from you. Apart from me, obviously. Yeah. Of that, that's given. Um, but they, uh, over COVID times, were closed for six months. And he's used that time to do some refurb work. Oh. He's doing a load of new paths and he's installed a new lift because the old lift didn't work. Mm-hmm. But he, a lot of people and I've been signing petitions against all his new concrete paths. <gasps> and he's like, no, we need the new paths. And they're like, no, you don't. And he's like, yeah, they do. We have 150, like there are 150 people slip on the marble every year. I said that before, it would be really slippy. Yeah, but he's like, we need this path to be uh, more accessible and allow more people to see it and they're like no you're being all uh, modern. corporate and modern and stuff and just wanting to get more people in he's like no it's for more people to see it so yeah they're all giving him beef because he's made the new paths is that interesting that is I love I love a dispute yeah it's I a do, dispute I do normally like a petty dispute it feels a bit bigger than that well no they're getting angry because the lift didn't work and I was looking at the lift earlier yeah. and they've got this new very kind of like steep angled lift that takes people two wheelchairs now fit in that lift the old lift didn't work and he's installed that in Covid oh well that's good it's good it's interesting yeah accessibility Professor Corres okay um, but no I am all for a petty dispute so you absolutely get a tick from me good I love that Love that. We've had a lot of controversy on this yeah. episode. Lifts. The Acropolis would, you know, get so many people's backs up. Yeah. It's time to leave. Let's get out of here. And have some more Uzo. Uzo. Back. We are back. Hotel. How do you like how do you like hotels over Airbnbs? I like hotels because they've got a bar. Mm. and there's a phone in the room that you can ring and if you ask nicely they bring you ice (laughs) and that is a brilliant perk and if you're in a posh hotel they come in and make your bed is this a posh hotel this one no no this is like a three star but like what oh had i not told you that um but remember the star policy the the stars of a hotel is all to do with facilities it's not necessarily to do yeah, with whether true. it's a nice hotel or not. We've got Pe- plumbing. Yeah. That's one star. Uh, people do often think five stars will mean they'll be in a luxury hotel, but it doesn't always mean that. It, we're staying at the Dave, in capitals, Red Athens Hotel. Not a very Greek name, yeah. is it? three star. Three star. Told right. you. But 8.7 in reviews. And Pack someone your... here says, it's fabulous. <sighs> Backy backs. <laughs> It is nice though. <laughs> we do really like it. It is lovely. We've got a balcon. We have got a balcon. Um, uh, can I just say as well, by the way, <laughs> well, for the first two days, I even FaceTimed my grandma and showed her the Acropolis from our balcony, yeah. which wasn't the Acropolis. <laughs> it was some other mountain 
with something else at the top. And yeah. I was actually looking out at it with like pointing at it. You know when you hold the camera up and spin it round and point at something and go, that's the Acropolis you know, you see and really famous and you recognise from all over the world. I was literally staring at it in Athens and it wasn't even the fucking Acropolis. I've got to admit, I did the exact same thing because I just didn't realise there were so many hills yeah. in Athens. There's so many of them. I just thought we were looking at the side that wasn't lit up properly. Same. Yeah. Anyway. Both idiots. We had a nice view. Well, the good news is we had a bloody lovely view of the Acropolis today when we walked up it and saw it with our eyes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's absolutely massive up there. It's huge. Surprising. Well, I guess it makes sense because as I told you before, it is the, you know, it's a city up in the sky. Yeah, it is The point of it was... Metropolis. What? A polis. Oh, shit. No, okay. but that's but that must be where that word comes from. Um, so, what did you think of it? Did you have fun first and foremost? I did. I thought it's something that you see in um, in books and on telly. Yeah. And when you see it in real life, always gives me a bit of a oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, and I got that as I walked up. Well, I said that to you like before we turned on the mics. Yeah. I was like, when you see something that you haven't seen in real life before but you already know what it looks like is I think it's really nice well I don't agree what no hang on hang on hang on I don't agree that it's always really nice especially with ruins sometimes the ruins aren't full enough for me to get that wow factor Mm. but let me tell you the Acropolis in Athens has got the wow factor there's a lot of work going on there a was work. Which I thought you'd like that, though. I did. There was I really did. Yeah, and that's well. I know you're going to ask me next. What's my favourite bit? <laughs> oh my god, mechanical fans! There is cranes up there. Yeah. There are train tracks up there. Yeah. There are tractors up there. Mm-hmm. There are so many cement mixers up there. There really are. It's insane. And not one other person has ever mentioned this. No. On all these history programs, tour guys, no one mentions the cement mixers, god damn it. No. It's unbelievable. Fred Dibner, do you remember him? No. Well, some people remember him. He liked looking at mechanical things on BBC Two. <laughs> Is this like the uncoolest <laughs> reference point you're doing here? I'm really yes. showing your age. <laughs> well, he never did anything up at the top of the Acropolis, and he should have. Um what what was did you have fun? I did have a lot of fun. I was in my element because I have wanted to go there like for years and years and years. Look like I... all your textbooks. <laughs> I graduated 10 years ago. So it what? feels like, I know, it feels like a really good marker of 10 years of losing all that information from my brain uh, to be able to go and see it finally. Um, and a note on the cranes and machinery, mm-hmm. I was really impressed how aesthetically pleasing it all was. Because yes. it was coloured the same yes, it was. colour as all the, the marble and stuff. Yeah, the crane was not like a bright orange crane. No, it was a beautiful cream crane. And they wouldn't let me drive it. No. It, absolutely, <laughs> that's my biggest complaint. I think it's because you were walking around with a bottle of ouzo in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason. They were like, please leave, sir. I'm like, let me drive the crane. <laughs> I'll have this finished in a week. Well, my favourite part unfortunately was was not the cranes though i respected them yeah it was second or third favorite obviously yeah um my favorite part was this is so basic but i don't care it was the parthenon just what a building the main one what an absolutely beautiful stunning building and i love that as they go further and further with the reconstruction you'll be able to go up there and just look on it as if it was the real thing and I yeah. love that I can go back in the future and see even more of it. <gasps> They've done a Sagrada Familiar on us. Oh, yeah, that building, the church building in Barcelona. That they've been building for years and years and years. It's a very clever tourist tactic. They say that they're doing something. They take many years, and it means that you have to go back and see it again. Yes. So what needs improving? Oh, I think... Needs to finish the lazy bastards. I think the improvement, they need more people with more whistles. Yeah. Telling 
the stupid tourists yeah. where to go. And sorry, that makes it sound like I'm calling all the tourists stupid. I'm not. I'm talking about the 1% who are climbing over ropes. Yeah. Going into places they shouldn't be. To get a picture. Yeah, it was honestly, it was so frustrating to watch. I was like, watch. get down, Chelsea. They're, they're trying <laughs> to get out. You're not allowed to be in there. But like, it got to a yeah, point. Chelsea's like, James, get out of the crane cabin. And they're blowing <laughs> whistles constantly. I'm like, oh. But I, I became a bit of a an Acropolis um, Karen. I'm sorry, I did. Yeah, Chelsea was shouting at people going, <laughs> there is rope there for a reason. <laughs> and I could oh, hear God. myself. But it's because... It's there f- to protect you and everyone else. I didn't say to protect them and everything else. I couldn't give a shit about them and everyone else. It's there to protect the ancient uh, buildings. Yes. Because if someone touches them and people keep touching them, they get worn away and it's very important that we keep these beautiful things safe. Yeah. Did you nick a bit while you were there? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was in my pocket. Yeah, okay, fine. Excellent. Um, um, yeah, so that's what I think needed improvement. What about you? The paths. Oh. They're very slippy. Mm, they are. Now, I was wearing probably my worst trainers for that Your alligator cowboy boots. Uh, no, yeah. Alligator leather-soled boots. <laughs> no, I wore... Actually, the trainers that I wore... Just socks. My black trainers that I was wearing... Are the same trainers that I slipped on an escalator on the London <gasps> Underground and fell and broke a few ribs. So might be now, an issue with your shoes. Yeah, no, but they're still trainers, but it is very slippy. Yeah. And they are changing they are changing some of the paths. As you've said. Yeah, it needs to. I mean it's very, very, very <laughs> slippy. Well, we know what side of the argument James is on. He won't be signing any petition. No. Get some get a um a tarmacking machine up there. Just lay some beautiful smelling tarmac and then people will be able to drive about. Just build a road up. Just a road? Just build a road up. Okay. Fab. I'm I'm sure that they're really gonna take that on board. Uh do you think it was worth it? It was free. It was free, so it, it was, was free. It was incredibly worth it. Zero euros. Okay, but we're in off-peak season now, so it should have cost us 10 euros. Would yes, you I'd said? pay that. Yeah, me too. It's very good. Now, if we were there in peak season, it would have cost 20 euros. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Is I would pay threshold? it. I would pay it. I would too. I still think it's worth it at 20 euros. It's very good. And what I will say I, yeah. is... The the fact that it will be twenty euros, I know it is expensive, but I assume that that will help with the amount of people up there because we were there on a free day, so it was very popular. Um, but it was still like the Athens is not busy at the moment no. at all. It was busy up there. It was. It really was. So I can only imagine what it's like when you go peak times and everyone's traveling yeah so and it's but it is surprisingly big in my when i saw when when we got to the top and i was i was just expecting it to get the top there'd be just space for that mound for where the parthenon is yeah but no there's loads of stuff there yeah so yeah i think it's worth it anyway definitely okay in the important moment what are you going to give it out of 10 i'm going to give it 7.5 out of 10 historical significance <laughs> is that what what you're marking it on? Yeah. Okay. And fun. And cranes. And cranes. Yeah. I am gonna give it. Yeah. Eight point five. That's uh, eight overall. I'm, I'm bloody going for it because I always say, is it like really interesting? And yes, it is. Yeah, it is it's incredible. And it was also free. So as a combo platter, you can't get much better. It's brilliant. It's bloody ace. I well, you've you, yeah yeah. Yeah, smashed it out the park. Well done, Athens. Well done, the Athenians. And well done, Pericles, for your impressive building program. Thank you. Um, and that's it. That's it. We've uh, done We've done an in, another international <gasps> one in COVID times. What? What? We've just zipped through that. We didn't have any use. I'm loathe to bring it up. I'm loathe to bring it up because I really I've don't had, want to. I've had some. Right, come on, pour me a bit. I'll have, I'll have a little bit whilst we're saying our thank yous. I'm Oop. so sorry, everyone, for forgetting. Oh, what have you done to it? Splash. Okay. You want some Cheers. water in it? No, oh, no, you can go straight. That's fine. Cheers. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I, I genuinely think with a bit... Do it with water again. With water in no, I think it's actually apple. quite smooth and nice. Oh. Oh. The problem is with it, I'll tell you what the problem is. It's got that 
star anise in it. I don't like An- star aniseed. Aniseed, but isn't the the spice called star anise? Anise. Star anise. Star anise. <laughs> star anise. It's got that in it. Can we add this to the list of things <laughs> that James doesn't know how to say? Star anise. Is that what's yeah, called? Yeah, I think so. Stupid little spice. Yeah. That I hate the taste of that. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. It's got a fair chunk of that in here, I think. Yeah, for and sure. And I don't like it. Oh. But with a bit of water... Oh, sorry. With a bit of water... It's your new favourite drink. It's nice. Okay, well, you can... I tell you what, you can finish mine off. I will have that. Um, and whilst water. I just remind you very kindly, please, 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 do not forget to rate and review us if you're able to, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, on Apple, all you need to do is go to the page which has got all the episodes on, you keep on scrolling down, and then you'll see it. You yeah. need to give us five stars and write a review. If please you do five stars. Yeah, it makes a massive, massive impact on where we get shown. So yeah. we'd love it if you're able to do that. Um, next episode, we are staying in Greece. Yes, we are. But not Athens. No, we're gonna we're gonna get in a car broom, in a couple broom. of days' time. Broom, broom. I'm, I'm in, in my mum's car. car. Get out of my car. Aww. And we're gonna drive down uh, the, the coast. coast. Yeah. The coast. Look at me, knowing where I'm going. Yeah, for a um, couple of hours. We're gonna just keep driving until yep. we find somewhere that will let us in. Yeah, exactly. That's the plan. That is the plan. And then I'm gonna pack up and leave the car for a few days. Yeah. I'm gonna lock it. Are you gonna lock it? Yeah. I'm gonna put the windows up. Oh. I'm going to take my belongings out. Wow. I'm going to hide the cable in the glove compartment. What cable? Phone charging oh, cable. yeah. And then I'm going to take all my belongings into where we're staying. That that's is, what I'm going to do. That's a really great plan. And I'm Top really tip. glad you shared that with me yeah. and with you listening. Close the boots and the bonnet oh before God. you lock it. I can't believe I've got another week with it. And the petrol cap. Jesus Christ. Put the right fuel in, because sometimes it could be diesel and sometimes it could be petrol. Please help me. And fill up your washer fluid. He's still going. I'm taking the microphone away from him. That's all. That's all. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 